What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday Night Crimson Capsule or Thursday Night Roski, the second longest running episodic program here on YouTube. We in here, Adams316 says, yo, you know what it says. It says 10 toes up. Ladies, 10 toes up. And that's you. Yes, indeed. We back in the building today. This is going to be a short stroker. It's going to be the five stroke special. I did three hours and 40 minutes or something like that on the morning show. Boy, I was worn out. All right. But um, anyway, my back didn't get blown out. Pause. Pause. And that's you. All right. Uh, What are we talking about? Oh, why women sabotage relationships and marriages yet? Still blame men. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. You know what's funny? Um, when I do the longer shows, I don't know if the U- YouTube algorithm, um, I don't know if they they favor longer. I think they are starting to do shorts, favor shorts, and long format. But I think it gets recommended more when it's longer. Pause. <laughs> Wait a minute. Pause. I got to definitely pause on that one. Him, daddy. I think longer format, like when I do a short show, if I come in here and I do an hour and go out, like not that many people come in and then not that many people watch the replay. But uh, stuff that you would wonder about as a YouTube content creator, when it's sitting next to a show that's three hours, then the next show is one hour. The three hour show will get the three hour show will get longer. Pause. (laughs) It'll get more views. Uh, Anyway, man, these are the topics for today's show. Let's see, man. It'll probably be an hour and an hour and a half. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about, oh, you better work itch. We're going to talk about that. We got, uh, some young girls out here when, when you, we're giving you an example of what we see on the dark side and we're sharing some profiles, they share them on locals. And we do share these informations out here on, on locals about how to deal with the junior college. If you're a guy and I'm, I'm going to grift here for a second, but, um, if you're a guy and you're wondering what this junior college lifestyle is all about. And what it actually means. People are really confused. Um, This has nothing to do with pickup. We do share a lot of information on locals. CoachGregAdams.locals.com Some of the posts that the members share, you might be able to see it and get some information. When I go on live on Sunday mornings, I go in detail. I might talk about my profile. I talk about other profiles. We talk about fake profiles. We talk about that type of thing. Now, um. You can go to locals.com and become a member. You're going to get that information here. The reason why I don't share it here on YouTube is because we got a lot of uh, people who hate watch and they want to just get this information and dice it up and then put it out there for your public consumption or to do an exposed video or something like that. And also there's some privacy for all of the people who are talking about doing it and sharing information. So we're not going to put that out on the airwaves. So we have people come into the membership and we, essentially give it only to the members. Now they can probably still do it, but um, that's why we do that. It's protecting everybody involved. So if you want to know what that is, because people ask all the time, <laughs> they ask all the time. They'd be like, um, okay, so what, 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 what junior college do you show up at coach? Well, we, you know, and, and I think a guy in the comment section or somebody super chatted, I don't want to look creepy going up to junior college girls. Well, listen, it's a metaphor. When we say junior college, we don't go to junior college schools. We don't approach women, you know what I mean, that are in groups dressed in like sluts at Halloween parties. You know what I'm saying? The Halloween party sluts and say, oh, there's a group of young girls. Let me take my old ass over there and talk. We don't 
We don't do that. And we don't encourage you to do that. That's something like a P that that's going to set you up for failure. That's going to set you up for failure. What we do, he says, speak for yourself. I mean, you listen, there's some dudes that do it, but what we don't, we, we, we teach you how to do this and you do it in a, in a way where it works for you. And if the favor is already leaning towards you. So uh, we got some profiles related to that. Uh, we're going to talk about this thing that I talked about earlier. You men need to stop looking at women online and particularly uh, uh, Instagram models and thinking that that's the standard of beauty. Oftentimes these people are the cartoon character uh, versions of women. We're going to give you a profile, a, a Instagram meme related to that. We're going to talk about why women sabotage their marriages and relationships and continue to blame men. And it's all Jermaine Fuchs. It's always Jermaine Fuchs. And we're going to talk about young black men. Oh, my gosh. Young black brothers. My black brothers. Strong brothers. I'll never have. Brothers. Y'all brothers, man. Y'all brothers been raised by so many single mothers, absolutely sabotaged. Um, shout out to the single mothers that actually got lucky and let their kid not be a statistic. Or you held it down. All right, we'll give you a little bit of credit. But we're going to show you what high school, they're doing a gender swap, which means I think the boys are going to dress like girls and the girls are going to dress like boys. I don't, but, but, but these fatherless home ninjas went to school. Just wait till you see how these ninjas went to school. Anybody that has fathers would never let their son. I, I got on the phone right away with my son. If I hear if I hear one day, if I find a picture of you dressed like a woman <laughs> in my life. So anyway, to contribute to today's show, Dollar Sign CGA Live on the Cash App, Demo is Coach Greg Adams TV, and Notorious CGA Channel has the Super Chat, PayPal, PayPal bugging, you know what I mean? But new, 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 new it is what it is. Uh, it is, but paypal.me backslash coach Greg Adams. And you can find that in link in the chat room. All right. It's going to be up here in a second. Where's my assistant. Somebody asked me if I was going to have an assistant. I actually was thinking about that, uh, you know, getting a studio space and all of that stuff. That's probably going to be my next evolution. I'm watching how 2023 works, but that's definitely going to be my next evolution, getting a studio assistant and all of that stuff. So anyway, and it will be it will have a place where I can do seminars, live events where we can invite members out to Sin City. All right. As the Saint and Center calls it Saint City. All right. We can invite brothers out and do seminars. You know, maybe we'll have the Saint as well to hold his seminars in there. So that's basically what we will be able to do. Yes, we're going to get a warehouse pool table, hose all on the side, women on benches. We'll have a women's group as well. We'll have a women's group as well. It's going to be a warehouse. I'm going to have my pool table out there. I put my motorcycles in there, put my car collection in there, and eventually over time just develop this um, develop this sense of space where we can actually come and collaborate all together, and we can bring in other members, other YouTube content creators, and we'll have a studio. That's basically what we're going to do. That's my project that I'm working on mentally every day when I go to sleep. And um, after I kick a junior college girl out, I'm visioning, I'm envisioning this space that I can eventually evolve in. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're going to have a, we're going to have a hoop on the side. Y'all can get a little hoop up. You know what I mean? Go ahead and have a shooting contest. Like that is what I dream. Somebody said the hall of justice. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. in in Metropolis, yo, that that's going to be, that's my mindset going into 2023. 
Anyway. Oh, did I get, oh, I got the, did I link the PayPal? I did. Let's get to the super chats and the contributions, man. Brown 310 in the building. Once again, let's give you a round of applause for all your contributions for sure. All right, Leaf is in the building as well with the round of applause. Teddy KGB, great stream this morning. My lady and her friend visited me recently. Oh, boy, he says, hanging out with them and a few men got after her friend. He says, if they only knew the psychology and substance abuse issues she is dealing with. Wow, oh, my goodness. He, he says, control, men, control. Teddy KGB's unleashing the beast already. Now, Teddy KGB has already been privy to the private information of that woman and he knows that that woman's breaking down she's at the breaking point of her life um she's dealing with some su substance abuse she's probably dealing with failed relationships and it didn't stop men because you've been taught to be out there pursue 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 and i get it a little pretty young thing puts themselves in front of you and oh i gotta talk yes but you gotta have some discretion and some discernment skills to um recognize these things and not to be quick to throw your balls down the gutter all right. And so he knows private information about this person. She's a damn train wreck. And then guess what? Didn't stop a lot of ninjas out there. And we call all ninjas. Oh, yes, there'll be a cigar. Hey, Moose Hefner. And we coming in. Hey, bro, we got to get together on the studio, by the way. The, the We're we going to cut some records in there, too. All right. Records, too. Be cutting tracks in there. We're going to have a studio cigar lounge. Mm hmm. Yes, indeed. Shout out to Robert Moreno says, I got to join locals. Yes, indeed. You know what's going over there on locals. Yes, indeed. JC, speaking of the junior college, JC says, my ex keep calling me. She had a baby. by. <laughs> oh, no. She had a baby by the guy she cheated with. Here, here's here's the here's the siren. God damn. He says, I'm crimson capsule now. I'm red pilled and I know I dodged the bullet, but sometimes I want to clap those cheeks. Oh, man, this is a very, very, very tough one. Um, I have not been very I'm not a big proponent of clapping X's cheeks. OK, um, I've done it a few times. I always let that part pass. I can compartmentalize relationships really well. Yes, um, there has been a few X's I wanted to clap cheeks. I remember when I broke up with my one of my second to last the girl that sent me to the Red Bull. It's obviously is not my wife. Uh, it's the young lawyer, millennial. We're going to call her the millennial Falcon, millennium Falcon. She was the millennial lawyer. She was my last, last real love. Well, I remember uh, I always tell the story when I broke up with her. She had do we do the sex was amazing, uh, but um, I actually, you know, kind of broke up with her once and gave her an ultimatum, all that female energy bullshit. And she called my bluff. She reeled me back in. And a little bit of sex. I missed the segs. And uh, I remember one time I was like, this is the this is the breaking point. I was all in my feminine. But I was breaking out of my get out shell. All right. I was crying tears in my eyes. I'm really serious about this. I'm going to break up with you. I've been listening to Tom Likas. He says he's been you've been running me in circles. <laughs> I'm going to break up with you. I can't take it no more. She was looking at me like this. She was like. <laughs> she was like, uh, okay, I guess we're broken up now. You want to go have sex? See, that's what I mean. That's what I mean right there. That's that stuff I mean. You trying to have you trying to flood me with sex, they said on the internet. 
You trying to reel me back in with sex and you're going to use me for sex. I'm not having sex with you anymore. <laughs> she was like, okay, um, you know, you you all got tears in your eyes. This shit is kind of sad. Uh, you are. She, this is what she said to me. She was like, you are a good lay. You want to just have sex? <laughs> see, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, see, if you if you just wanted to make this a sexual relationship, we could have just been friends with benefits. Dude, I had been out there playing the field. I had hoes, and then I gave up all my hoes for this girl. <laughs> right. And then I was like, there, see, it, what, what you should have done, see, if it was just about sex, we could have made sex, but you got me and my feelings. <laughs> oh man and then she was like and then I, and then she was like well and we were by her we were by her apartment but she lived with a roommate another lawyer she was her her roommate was a district attorney in uh in orange county so check this out so she was like well you know you are a good late you want to just just have sex and see and i was like all right um you, you want to go upstairs to your place and she was like, well, my roommate's there. I really can't bring you up because I talked too much shit about you already. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Somebody said lawyer with a roommate. We're talking about Southern California. All right. So we're talking about Orange County, Irvine, Newport Beach. Yes. Lawyers have roommates, especially if they're under 30. They're both were under 30. Yes, indeed. Young lawyers and they don't make that much money. All right. And even if they did, let's just say they made seventy five thousand dollars in Orange County. You need a roommate. <laughs> uh, anyway, young Lord. Now, if she was like 40. I mean, 40. Yeah, it would be different. She would be in a different economic position. But when you're when you're under 30 and you just graduated from law school three years ago and you just getting it started. Yep. Southern California, Orange County, Irvine, Newport Beach. You got a roommate. <laughs> We're already on the two hour stream. Under two, yep. In California, dude, you could be making 80 grand and you need a roommate in California. In Southern Cal. Absolutely. I mean, you don't need one, but you probably be like, it probably is best if I got one because you'd have more money. Where are we at here? Shout out to JC. <laughs> yeah, man. Look, that was the point. Leave, leave those freaking exes in the past. That's the point. El Negrito, Lamar says, just got my divorce finalized yesterday. Shout out to you. And uh, he says, yesterday, my ex-wife sent me an essay begging me to come back. Baby, come back. And he says, funny thing is, she is the one who packed her ish and left me. Absolutely. He says, well, it's too late. I'm on Pluto where the sun don't shine. Hashtag the dark side in the building. Shout out to you, man. Hey, guys, this is enough. This is what women will do. I don't know if you guys know this. They will sabotage the entire relationship. They will hand you the scissors. You will make the cut. And then they'll drag you through a whole process into the black hole in the abyss. And then they'll be like, well, um, I guess we can get back. You'll be like, you just dragged me through a whole divorce. And you're coming back. No, guys. Tell them no. Please tell them no. All right. Tell them no. All right. So let me see here. Do not go back to these goofballs. All right. They effed it up the first time. Do not give them a second chance. Shout out to XL Pro Services says salute, brother. Shout out to you. We got Venmo love over here, I believe. 
did I call you the El Negrito lawyer? But it's the El Negrito Lamar. We were talking about lawyers, so I got all messed up. All right, Albert Ingram says, Biden says the GOP-led Congress would, wait, the GOP-led Congress would increase inflation. He also mm-hmm. said, he he said the economy was messed up when he got into office. Shit, dude, the prop, dude, normies are eating it up. Yeah, maybe it was messed up when, before. He said gas prices were lower when he got into the office. I mean, they were higher when he got into the office. They're spending a lot of BS on PayPal. Maryland guy says, here's a typical young woman's dating profile in Baltimore, Maryland. Shout out to everybody in the Baltimore, D.C. area. He says polyamory, poly, pan, bi, liberal SF. Yes, that's Washington, D.C. for sure. If you're an Aries or a Sagittarius, swipe left. If you voted for the orange clown, swipe left. Black Lives Matter and ACAB, anti-capitalists. No swerves or turfs. Early termination rights are human rights. No police, no firefighters or military. Yes. Wow. Jesus. Let's. Dude, that's an instant. And you horny guys will swipe on that. You horny guys will swipe on that. Uh, You guys got to get the idea to start eliminating these people right off the rip. As This is called natural selection. It's okay. SAU, good afternoon, coach. I'm ready to learn some masculine frame and go out there and adopt three single mothers in their 30s. You got it, man. You got it. Absolutely, man. There's plenty of them available. All right. They're out here for you. And then uh, last one, and we're going to get into the show. Uh, shout out to Chester. He says, him need the junior college. Indeed. Shout out to you. Listen. I got money. <laughs> Shout out to the junior college. Speaking of the junior college, let's let's put up this profile um, and show you what's available out there, man. As the world burns, that's going to be our new segment instead of uh, doom and gloom. As the world burns, let's share, share a profile with you, if you will. And this is the type of stuff we go over on Locals. Here's a young woman claims to be a college student. And that's uh, very much of a ploy they'll use. I'm working my way through college and whatnot. This appears to be in the Denver area. She says, I'm a full-time student at the University of Colorado, Denver. Um, the University of Colorado, Denver. Interesting. There's a University of Denver. There's a there's a Metro State. There's a Regis. I don't know if there's a, there's probably a University of Colorado, Denver. I don't know. There gotta be one, but the hell. Anyway, she says, and she's a part-time makeup artist oh shit this sounds like a winner to me and i still can't pay uh for enough food or my tuition i would like someone who is willing to be a mentor with me and help me financially so that way i can support myself um again uh some people think i'm making fun of these people this is the true state of american people they don't have fathers or their fathers were boomers or generation their fathers didn't support them. Many of these women rebelled against their fathers. I can do it on my own. I'm going to go out there. No, you're not going to. You ain't Laverne and Shirley. You're not going to make it on your own. No, that's Mary Tyler Moore. You're not going to make it on your own. You're going to need some help. And instead of uh, your father helping you, you swallow and seed. You succeeding. She says, I would like, okay, she wants some mentorship and help financially. And she says, uh, of course, I'm looking for a relationship. 
that will help me financially since I'm a full-time student and a part-time makeup artist. And that will help me become the woman I've always dreamed of being. Here you go, guys. Wow. Chunk up another one out here. There's actually a funny video on the internet where uh, there's a couple fighting, and I got to find it. I can't remember who played it. I caught it, and uh, they played the video, and the couple's fighting, and the woman's trying, uh, the guy's recording, the, the woman's charging her. They're fighting in the home, and she says, I sold my peace leave for this house. And she said it differently. She used the P word. We don't use it over here. This is a family show. But she said it in a rage. I sold my pussy for this house. One of the secrets that I'm telling you guys out here is that a lot of women are doing this or have thought about doing this. Do not listen to the ones that say, no, no, not me. More people than you know. More people than you know have done this and are doing this. It is out of control. It is the oldest profession. And people have done it so much on the low. But people are now doing it right there in front of you and if you do have a couple of dollars i got money you can you can partake so it's a weird time going on here and i'm not telling you to do anything illegal you can have a relationship with these people you're obviously look you're obviously having a relationship that's what she says i'm looking for a relationship Somebody said, seeking open my eyes, no cap. I swear to God, the dark side is real. When you go over there, you'll never be able to come back. You'll look at every woman like this here. <sighs> this is how you're looking at them. They talking about you. They talking to you. They trying to sell you a dream. You be looking at them like, mm -hmm. did you ever go to college? How did you pay for your college? Like literally like, um, I paid, uh, you know, I, I worked my way through college. Hmm. You worked your way through college, you say. What job did you have? <laughs> I was a part-time makeup artist. Mm -hmm. Really? Interesting. <laughs> and there's no way. Yeah, University of Colorado, Denver. That's what I said. I was like, that sounds like a L. And then guess what? Yeah. And then guess what? If they didn't work their way through college, they got student loan debt. There's no in-between. You want to hear my daddy, my parents paid for the college. But if you, even if you hear my daddy pay for the college, get him, daddy. what daddy? Get him, daddy? What daddy pay for your college? Get him, daddy. <laughs> but this is the world, man. Hey, people are lazy. They shut down the world for two years. Nobody wants to go back to work. They're making money lying on their back. But ladies, it's time to go get a job. You want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch. Yeah, you better work, man. She'd be like, I paid my way through college. You'd be like, yeah, you paid your way through college, huh? <laughs> You'd be like, tell me more. Tell me more. What, did, what kind of job did you have? Hey, uh, next episode real quick. My man said, Blue Baggage says, this ninja said, doing it our way. Laverne and Shirley. Yep. Mm, it's bad, man. Uh, dude, fathers who have daughters. We're going to talk about fathers who have sons later on in the show. But fathers who have daughters, man, boy, it's tough out there for the girls. It's tough out there for the girls, man. Like, no matter which way they choose to do life, you kind of just be like, damn. <laughs> 
Like you're supposed to be protecting them. And if they rebel in the spirit of Jezebel, you like, oh man. You like it's like watching a car crash. You like, oh shit. You want your daughter to be like, yes, father. Yes, father. Whatever you say, father, I'll do what you want me to say. If your daughter has any rebellious spirit, you be like, shit, this about to be ugly. <laughs> you be like, damn, you about to learn hard. Because look, ladies, as you guys know, you, ladies, you guys are a train wreck by yourself. Oh, let me take this batter down. Hey, um, you guys know how bad it is out here to be a woman. It is not easy. I Even I admit, it is not easy. And the people who sell these young girls a dream that they just going to have the life that they want at 18, they're going to move out, get a flat in Toronto, a flat in New York. They're going to get a brownstone in Brooklyn. They're just going to coast it and have a fabulous first, uh, a fabulous life for, for, from 18 to 40. Man, you know that's a flat-out lie. You know it's a flat-out freaking lie. The stuff they're going to do. Between the ages of 18 and 32, you'd be like, nigga, this is going to be painful. <laughs> you know, not many women come out unscathed between that years, man. You'd be like, I'm going to do what I want to do. You'd be like, damn, there's going to be stints of homelessness or getting ran through. I mean, even worse, there's worse stuff. Uh, eating tot ramen. You ain't about to be rich. Even if you are rich at a young age, you probably selling peace leave on, on only vans. Like that's the only women that are rich and they got their own flat. They still like it's, you know, what's coming. Oh man. It's going to be tough on you, man. As a father, you better have a strong heart. You know what I mean? You better look out for your daughter. It's going to be bad. And you're you're not going to even know the half. You know who's going to know? You're the mother of the daughter. The mother's of the daughter is going to know some. You're going to know nothing. <laughs> but you want you want your kid to be like, listen, I don't know who you've been listening to out there, but it's hard out there. Yeah. You're going to hit your head. It's going to be ugly. You know, they're going to date some Chad, some Tyrones. They're going to get ran through. You're going to be like, mm. yeah, it's going to be bad. you be like, you better listen to father. You don't want to listen to your daddy. Oh. I'm in a bind, Nate. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, guys. It's kind of how it is. Somebody just said that uh, earlier. Uh, Seven's in here. She knows as a young woman. It's ugly out there. It's ugly. And if you got somebody that ain't listening to you and got some some instruction, she headed for self-destruction. Self-destruction. There's going to be bad news. So uh, he says they'll come with some Kodak black looking man. Yeah. Oh, dude, the dudes they're going to date. They're going to have to bump their head out there. You're going to be like, oh, nigga, God damn. That's going to be a hard one for you, brothers, man. Let's get into this next episode right here. Uh, when you thought you pulled an Instagram model. Remember, I talked about this gentleman. This is training you gentlemen up. I talked about this today. Stop. Guys, first thing you need to do is stop liking Instagram models photos. Stop liking them. Stop patronizing them. Stop supporting them. 
I mean, this is going to lead to a lot of freedom. It's going to be hard at first to do this. But what's going to happen is you're going to be seeing their pictures. Oh, I got to like it. Oh, I got to comment. I got to do. Stop it. What they look like on Instagram is not what they look like in person. I gave you the example of Danny Lee or da whatever her name is. Danny Lay, beautiful woman on pictures. She's really plain and basic in, 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 in real life. We need to understand there's no woman that naturally is a better than an eight in the natural. There's not many of them, I should say. That's a better than an eight. Most people who are eight over eight, nine, and ten are very much made up. I I dated a woman who I thought was one of the best look, looking women I've ever dated, but she and she was a makeup artist and she did hair, hairstylist, and all that, you know, typical hairstylist, sexy hairstylist. This woman. She hardly wanted to put on makeup and hardly wanted to do her hair because she worked a lot of hours. When when I would come over, she would be absent her eye makeup, absent any lipstick, absent any hair. Her hair was just tied up in a ponytail. She was basic as fuck. She was like a seven, if you will. She was still attractive, still nice body, extra foldable. But she wasn't, you would see her and be like, man. But then you see her on Facebook or Instagram and she was beautiful. She was gorgeous. What you have to do is stop like, stop following these accounts, stop liking the pictures, and stop measuring women based on these photos that you're looking at. Most women are average to ugly. And women, I know you're like, this is reprehensible. Most men are ugly. But most women are average looking to ugly until they spend hours wearing colorful clothes. They get their little outfit. I want to wear my cute little gym outfit. And they have the colors and the colors jump out. And you're like, oh, wow. Then they do their hair. They print themselves up. They put their makeup on, their mascara, their foundation, their contour. They paint on their eyebrows. They get it all even. It looks like a nice Nike swoosh. They put on their caterpillars on their ear. They do all this shit. Hour and a half later, you're like, God, I got a baddie. And then you're running over here telling me some other girl's average. Oh, she's a five. Bro, they all fives. That would be a compliment. Most of them are sixes, fives, fours, or less. And guys, if they're overweight, they are not that attractive with all that damn makeup on. I mean, it's it is what it is. Let's play this video here. This is not trying to be mean. I'm trying to help men out. This sorcery and witchcraft, this voodoo, this all makeup thing. This miracles of modern science and don't even get into the breast implants and the booty lifts and the push up bras. It's all deceptive. The hottest woman in the world is a seven. Without makeup. <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and play this video. I don't know if you guys can see it. Let's play it. It says when you thought you had a, had an Insta model or Instagram model. What the fuck are you doing? 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 And that and then the addition to that are the filters, the filters. So the filters uh, many times, you I don't know if you know this, you can run a video with filters on it. Like you could probably do a live stream on Instagram and your face is filtered. And I've met many of black women that were light skin filtered on their pictures. And I showed up. She was darker than me, darker than me. And I'm looking like, 
now look, there's the colorism in there, but I'm like, dude, your picture looks like you looks like you're lighter than me. You would be lighter complexion than me. They show up darker than me. This is all deception. What you see on Instagram is not real. I'm letting you guys know this right now. What you see on Instagram is their highlight film. As you can see, as you can see, she's leaning towards the light. You guys might not know this because you're not selfie takers. I did a little bit of photography, so I know about framing, lighting, and such. She's leaning towards the light. She has the light giving her an advantage. She has a filter. She has her hair just right, and she framed and cropped it to get the uh, flyaways and the edges off. Okay, she's got her neck ready to go. She's holding her breath. She has some sort of either color context or a filter to co color her eyes a certain way. Full face makeup, and you can't see the rest of her freaking body, them linebacker shoulders. You can't see them, but you know she a busted Pillsbury biscuit can. Anybody with a trained eye can see that. But what I'm telling you is this is pure deception, and people are uh, measuring women against this, and this isn't even real. It's not even real. So be careful out there, gentlemen. I'm telling you this as a person that has experienced this stuff. Uh, we need to have a real conversation as men to try our best to educate men that our rating system is based on fraud. Our rating system is based on fraud. It's based on fraudulent Instagram and social media representations of them, of women. Now, that's their own fault. I'm not going to cry and I'm not going to cry tears for them. That's their own fault for pushing that through and getting accolades for a basic, you know, a moment in time. So, I don't care about the the effects that has on them. I'm trying to educate you. When we start talking about what women look like and rating them, we need to stop rating them at their best and rate them at their worst, all right? Because that's what matters. That's what you're going to see when you get home. <laughs> What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> There's your that's, that's your Instagram model right there. With her wig off, her hairline pushed back. They want to talk about our hairline. Look at their hairlines half the time. Edges all cooked and burnt. Kitchen in the back of the neck. She got that big-ass buffalo hump on the back of her neck, and I'm not being just critical of her. This is kind of what they do. It's her fault for pushing that out. She's four shades darker than she did appear in that photo. All right? And she looks like um, she looks like she might have um, either she has a half a face of makeup on or she might have um, vitiligo. I can't tell. But this is the power of deception that people use against you. This is peacocking. Um, anyway, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Let's do the third story. And uh, no, no, no. That's not the third story. Yeah, let's see what we're doing here. We're 30 minutes in. How am I doing on the super chats? I'm going to check them. I'm going to check them real quick. Straight checking them. Shout out to Low War Moore. The Keisha Adventures is my favorite cartoon. LOL. The Adventure says the Keisha Adventures. Oh, I might play a clip about the Democrat Party. Y'all might want to see that. I was going to play it, but I was like, nah, this is a little too hardcore. I might play it since it's coming up, elections and whatnot. Uh, who do we got here? Eric says, you ain't switched back to Mac yet. Give me the buzzer. Hey, I've switched to Mac. I'm on. What I bought was the uh, iMac Studio. So I bought the iMac Studio. That's what I bought. 
Yeah, boy, it was a pretty penny. <laughs> but you got to invest in your show. So I was using a um, I still have my computer here. I still have my um, I still have my desktop here and it's running on my second screen. So I'm my second screen still on the PC and I haven't had a crash yet, but I was very much overpowered and I was going to get more RAM. I got more RAM that didn't solve it. I have a problem there. So now I got an iMac studio and it's working lovely so far. But since I got an iMac studio, I didn't have to change up my desktop. I didn't have to change up my setup too much. So I get the um, um, I didn't um, I didn't change the screen. I can just connect that to the desktop and whatnot. But I'm still running StreamYard, so it's actually good. I mean, I love Max. I love Max. I used to stream for Max, and then I switched to desktop for Streamlabs. Streamlabs worked better on desktop, and it gave me more power. But then PCs are very very touchy. Um, PCs are very, very touchy, but iMacs are great, but they don't give you versatility when you're doing graphics and gaming. Oh, who do we got here? Shout out to PW in the building. He says it's official. Elon has purchased Twitter. Let's go. Are we making a deal with the devil? That's what I want to know about Elon Musk. We potentially, I know we're going to celebrate it. I want to see if he follows through on some of the things that he talks about. But I have a feeling we're making a deal with the devil. A deal with the devil. So he's going to get rid of some libtards, a bunch of them. Then he's going to come back. Then he's going to, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But it's going to be interesting. We're gonna, It's got like one of those things we're glad he took over. And then two years later, we're like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're going to be like. Hey, Elon, can you do YouTube too? Anybody? <laughs> yeah, any chance you can do YouTube? Get me from out from being um, shadow banned, anyone? Shout out to Alex. He says, if you are chatting with a woman in Southeast Asia, she may be using a filter on her profile pictures. Ask her what brand of phone she has. If it is an Oppo, Oppo, it is notorious for filters turning a two into eight. Be careful out there. Be careful. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Even people overseas. Um, yeah, man. Southeast Asia. Yes. I would say do your due diligence. Do your due diligence. Do not believe anything you see on photos and videos. Even if you're having a conversation with somebody on Snapchat, uh, you know, people, women reach out to me. I'm always like, send me a live photo. Even if they stop talking to me to come back, send me a live photo. Send me a photo of you. Send me one unedited. I'm always very careful. Um, because otherwise you're going to get finessed out here. And even when you do all of that, you still getting finessed. All right. Um, did I catch up on Albert Ingram? He says Biden. Oh yeah. I got you already. You said I missed the chat earlier. Let me check PayPal. And, uh, there's live photos that you can send. And even those can be manipulated. So you can tell them, send me a live photo, meaning it shows you it's colored. There's a certain color. I mean, red, or I think it's red on Snapchat. I want to see that it's you. Don't send me a snap, some some shit you uploaded from the internet. All right, we got two more and we'll get back to the show. Mr. No Government Name is in the building. He says, breaking news, Elon just closed the Twitter deal. We are the news. He says, same day we destroyed Facebook. Uh, some of these things, again, I actually used to tell people, uh, some companies you think that are too big to fail, they're going to fail and uh, get woke, go broke. The woke culture destroys everything it touches. And sometimes there's going to be people who help us 
against wokeness, and sometimes they'll shoot themselves in the foot. So Fakebook is struggling. They've been one of the companies. Uh, shout out to everybody that watches me on Fakebook. I almost refuse to go over there. So sorry, I don't interact with people on Facebook too much. I hate Facebook. I mean, there's no, even though they have Instagram, I get it. They have Instagram too, but I have a great despise for them and the people that they cater to. It's just so, it's painful over there. It's, oh. And they're struggling because they tried to go metaverse style and invested billions and billions of dollars. It's not working um, as they would thought. And uh, I don't know if you know, value-wise, your boy Mark Zuckerberg has lost probably two-thirds of his value with Facebook taking a dive. Um, but I think Facebook at some particular point will make a comeback. But um, they got to get from away from wokeness. Wokeness will lead to brokenness. Wokeness leads to brokenness. It is no question about it. I don't know why they cater to these people. I kind of know why. Uh, because they get paid to do so by, you know, you know what I mean? New, 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 new world order. Or they get threatened or they got pictures of people in Lolita Island or Lolita, Lolita Express planes. This is all alleged. New, 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 new world order. You know what I mean? Hey, guys, uh, you know what I mean? Never, never, never go full. You know, never let these people get you into these orgies. If you want to have an orgy, run your own orgy. If you want to have your own Lolita Express, allegedly, go do it. But if you let these people reel you in, hey, man, come over here, man. I got an island full of Lolitas. And then what happened is you get in there, and then they then get to control you. They be like, look at this picture. <laughs> they be like, look at this picture right here. You better do what we tell you to do. That's what happens to these people, allegedly. New, 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 new world order. And then they got to kiss ass. They're going to like, I'm going to take you in front of the Senate. Look, if they ask me to come in front of the Senate, I'll be up in there tap dancing and shuffling. I ain't going to say nothing. I'm going to just make it a show. But they be up there sweating bullets. Oh, damn. When, when was the last time? When was the last time they drug you in front of the Senate? And they was like, look, they're going to drag me one day. But when was the last time they drug you in front of the Senate and they arrested you on the spot? All right, you're not, you're not complying. You're arrested. <laughs> they be like. When was the last time? So it's more charade. It's basically we just going to punish you on the back end. We're going to make you do what you're going to do, and we're going to show you that picture. We're going to show you that picture. Remember you was in Lolito Express, and you was like, but I was in it with you. <laughs> Remember when you was at that Eyes Wide Shut orgy? New, 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 new world order. And you're like, uh, but, um, but when I was with that Eyes Wide Shut orgy, you was there. And it was like, that don't matter. <laughs> that don't matter. This is what I need your ass to do. It's a cold, cold world out there. So when you see people taking the nosedive and doing stupid stuff, it's because they got pictures on them. They were like, remember that picture? They're like, you want to see that picture? And that's you. Uh... Is that me? Let me put on my glasses real quick. They'd be like, yep. And that's you. <laughs> Stop going to these orgies with these people. All right. That's how they that's how they get you set up. All right. So let me see something real quick. Hold on for a second. I gotta pull this up on the screen. Have your own orgies. <laughs> people are like, what's an orgy? Somebody says, I know he's still. Oh, somebody, Leo K just posted this. He lost $100 billion in the last 13 months as Meta stock plunges 
He's just talking about it on locals. I had to pull something up. Brothers, brothers, it is uh crazy out there. Let me see if I can find this uh thing I want to show you. And uh the pro blacks will be mad. I know this is gonna be the I, I've been giving the pro blacks, I've given y'all a little bit of. I haven't been paying attention, y'all, for a long time, but let me see if I can find this thing. I think it was on Tariq Nasheed posted it. Oh, here it is right here. Grease Man, Texas, you a damn shame for sharing this. How dare you? Uh, somebody says this is the Democrats' new uh, or old way to get your vote. Let's go ahead and play this. This is actually reprehensible. I had told my fist. I've been living here for 47 years. I ain't never had no mess like this happen before. Ooh, wait a minute. What time is it right now? Ooh, it's almost 530. I forgot they having a Democratic fish fry downtown. I need to hurry up and go and get on down there before they runs out of catfish nuggets. And remember to vote blue no matter who. I know many of you are asking, what are you voting for? You say you want reparations? Well, you're gonna get reparations in the form of hugs from other people of color. Isn't that great? You get a hug, you get a hug, and you get a hug. Reparation hugs for everybody. Mm -hmm. Oh, this fried fish is so good. Well, the Democrats really outdone themselves today. Mm -hmm. And boy, Congresswoman Shady is up there looking real thick and fine. Mm -hmm. All I need now is a side of hush puppies and a side of red beans. You give me that, you got my vote forever. Oh, man. Damn, man. Yo. Tariq, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> oh, no. Jesus. That's terrible, man. Come on, man. Don't do your people like that. Man, I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hey, it is what it is. You got to say what it is, what it is. I actually love it, man. Hey, I ain't mad at that one. I love it. But uh, he said the Democrats holding the fish fry. I'm going to go down there and give me some hush puppies. Oh, my God. The fish nugget fish fry. Fish fry. Oh my gosh. We need to help our people. Let's help the people in here. Let's get to the next part of the show. Uh, why do women sabotage their marriages and relationships? And then they blame Jermaine, right? And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Uh, so here we go right here. They're, they'll blame Jermaine. I know what ladies, if you're listening to me, let's go ahead and put up the proof. Obviously, they're gonna be like, This is not true. So let's put up the proof statistically. These are old news is now. Uh, this is old news thanks to Kevin Samuels who mainstreamed these statistics. These statistics were held close as a secret until the Manosphere put these statistics out and Kevin Samuels mainstreamed them. So what we're going to talk about is something that we already knew. But for normies, they had no idea. It says the American Psychological Association determined that nearly 70 percent we would say 80 percent over here of divorces are initiated by women and the percentage of college educated american women initiate divorce higher it's higher how much higher you say well college educated women initiate divorce 
at the rate of 90%. There's the data right there, according to the American Psychological Association. So we tend to lean on higher percentages. We'll say 80. Why are women filing for divorces? Well, if you watch mainstream information, now that the statistics are mainstreamed, and that's a result of the Crimson Capsule, our space over here, we've been pushing that for years and actually had it in my book, The Evolution, before it got mainstream. Now, here's the deal. The reason why they say women cause these divorces now because they've been, you know, we pulled their skirt, we pulled their skirt up, and we pulled their whole card, and we pulled their file. Now they have to say, And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Yep. Somebody said 90%. 90%. If the woman has a college education, a degree. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. When the woman has a college degree and the divorce is filed, nine out of 10 divorces filed are the college educated women. I mean, I made that, I messed that statistic up. When it comes to college-educated women, and when they file, when divorces are filed in their marriages, nine out of ten times the college-educated woman files. Now, I've actually said that stat long time ago. I posted it on Twitter or Tumblr or one of those, and a woman replied, and she says, "Yeah, but college-educated marriages last longer." And I said, "This is true." <laughs> So the average marriage is between five to eight years, but college-educated people tend to stay married longer, which is probably an average of 10 to 14 years. However, they still have the same divorce rate as non I mean, it's very similar. It's not like the divorce rate over there is 10% and the regular rate is 40 50%. It's still on par with the divorce rate. So just because the marriage lasts longer, which her comment was, her comment was college-educated marriages last longer. It's not like it was 25 years versus eight. It was actually they lasted two or three, four years longer, which most of the time, you know, it wasn't even, they wasn't even getting along in that four-year period that lasted longer. It was just four years longer of hell, okay? <laughs> It wasn't like, oh, they last, it was double, it was triple the length. No, it was slightly longer. In the blip of time, it barely qualified as a long-term marriage. But they were bragging. Yeah, but they still last longer. <laughs> it was just longer. You had cancer longer. You had went through several treatments of cancer much longer than the people who died after a couple of treatments. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So that's the logic that we have to debate against. So it is proof. When it comes to marriages, women sabotage the marriages for sure. The data's there, meaning they are the ones that say, we're going to end this. Most of the time, the man's going to be blamed, but we're fighting against that. We're showing that you sabotage it more. It's just not the men blaming. Now, curious enough, the data of when it comes to relationships, they're saying that the breakups are almost even. Men leave relationships just as even as women leave relationships. So it's no statistical discrepancy on that. However, how many times have you heard either of these? How many times have you heard a woman say, damn, I messed up my marriage. If only I would have did this better, my marriage would still be here. If How many times have you heard that? Or how many times have you heard 
I dumped, from a man, I dumped my girlfriend. Man, I couldn't take it no more. I dumped my girlfriend on the spot. <laughs> when was the last time you heard some dude run up and was like, a bunch of dudes, yep, when I dumped my girlfriend, and then when I dumped my girlfriend, you rarely hear that. You rarely hear the dude was like, damn, my girlfriend tripping. And then I find found her sucking off some other dude. And then I broke up with her or she broke up with me. <laughs> right? You had to you had to basically just end it. Damn, you gonna suck him off like that in front of my face. But some dudes, some dudes do dump their girlfriend in this very painful experience. Most of the time when he dumps her, he knows it's gonna be his fault, right? It's gonna be this shit. So that's the truth about that. Now, let me play a couple of videos here. Let's play a couple of videos of women admitting, I to oh, admitting how they sabotage their relationship. So we're going to use not only data, we're going to use the experience of women, and they're going to explain why they sabotage a good relationship. Let's go ahead and play this right here. This is from King Quove. I'm not sure what whose Instagram this is, but it was shared on our locals. Let's play it. No, me. I wanted to do things that he didn't want to do. You wanted to do so things that he, he didn't want to do, such as? It was funny. It was as simple as going ice skating. He doesn't like, he didn't like the same activities. <sighs> so he, of course, she was like, and it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. He paid the bills. He was faithful. He was monogamous. He was lucky to have you. He did what he needed to do. And because he didn't go ice skating, she was like, I got to get up out of here. I'm going to blow this up. He didn't like the same activities. And she even laughed. It's funny. You know, it's funny. Most women look back at how they blew up their marriages and their and their relationships. They probably be like, damn, I'm an idiot. <laughs> but they'll never admit this, by the way. Let's go ahead and play this continuing here. Continuing. He didn't even want to try because it was I might hurt myself. See, he was focused on finances. My husband was a master saver. Okay. There it is. Oh, so she's going to start saying how her husband took care of business. He was a master saver. He was on his purpose. He was on his job, but he worked too much. He was too serious. He was not spontaneous and he wouldn't go out and ice skate. Let's listen. Okay. He was like, we're not splurging on vacations. We're going to make sure that we do things. It was very economical. It was very logical. He was a very go oriented. He was about saving money. He was about making sure we were good when we're old. And I was like, we're young. And I want to live now. Well, he was financially faithful, socially faithful, physically faithful, intellectually faithful. And she rewarded him with a divorce because he wouldn't go ice skating, y'all. I'm not making this up. I Guys, this is very, very, very common. This is a common woman L. And what she said, hey, this guy was planning for retirement. He wasn't spontaneous. He wasn't all fun. He wasn't the he was he wasn't a baller. We had the money in a bank account. Why was he worried about it? We had the money in the retirement. We had savings. We had the house. We had the car. 
why are you worried about this? Why? Well, he knows long-term vision. He's like, listen, you know what? We can have fun. I'm going to make us, I'm going to set us up right. And by the time we're both 50 and 55, we're going to be sailing. Take me away. And nope, she wants to, she wants to spend it. And now she's divorced, broke, hair grayed out, and all of that. This is the sabotage we're talking about. She blew it up, and now she's singing his praises. And now because she's 40 and struggling, and you know what? Your rent's due, motherfucker. Now she gets it. Oh, I get it now. Sometimes they act like children. Let's play it again. Wanted to know. Wait. I wanted to know me. I wanted to do things that. I wanted to know me. Oh, I wanted to. I wanted to discover who I am, and I lost myself in a relationship. I wanted to do me. Typical. He didn't want to do. You wanted to do things that he, he didn't want to do, such as. It was funny. It was as simple as going ice skating. He doesn't like. He didn't like the same activities. He didn't even want to try because it was, I might hurt myself. See, he was focused on finances. My husband was a master saver, okay? He was like, we're not splurging on vacations. We're going to make sure that we do things. It was very economical. It was very logical. He was very goal-oriented. He was about saving money. He was about making sure we were good when we're old. And I was like, we're young and I want to live now. So he was financially faithful, socially faithful, physically faithful, intellectually faithful, and she rewarded him with a divorce because he wouldn't go ice skating, y'all. I'm not making this up. I want <laughs> Guys, this is the world we live in. This is the world we live in. You're dealing with, you're dealing with people who do not have long-term vision, nor do they have the idea that if if she causes you to have financial sabotage, like she she sabotages financially, you're gonna get the blame. Oh, damn, we lost our house. She spent a little bit too much money, right? Um, and then you lose your marriage, and she's like, well, you should have been taking care of business. <laughs> you should have been. This is sad. But a lot of people have experienced this, and as we know the statistics, eight out of 10 marriages, are filed, eight out of 10 divorces are filed by women. Nine out of 10 when it comes to college-educated women are filing for these divorces. Sure, there's stories that, yeah, the guy was an a-hole. He is a jerk. He lost his way. He was alcoholic. He might have been abusive. That might be two or three out of ten. Or um, as this Muffington Post, Post story said, or maybe it wasn't them, It's um, they're saying women faced unfair division of labor in the marriage. All right? So this is the, this is the story that they're going to spin. They were like, well, you know, women got to take care of the home and have a job. When they have a job, they got to come home, and then the husband's not helping that's your fault. You chose to have a career. Not only that, the, the what they don't or what they do discount is the fact that the man does have house duties. Most of the time she's doing none of. Most of the time she's doing none of because she either doesn't see it or she, you know, she she discounts it. Like, for, for instance, he's the protector at all time. He's the full time security guard of the house. Anytime there's a creak of the house. Anytime somebody knocks at the door at 9 p.m., he's got to answer it. Anytime a raccoon is in the backyard and making noise and knocking down a trash can, he's got to go outside with the flashlight in the broom. Anytime somebody runs up in the spot or could run up in the spot, he got to get out the jammy. That's a full-time security guard. He's got to clear out all of the areas. He's got to he's got to go on the roof anytime something get. 
He's got to be doing all this shit nobody cares about. He's got to go out there when the Coyotes are back there and the Coyotes going to pick up the dog. The dog's left in the backyard. He walks the dog. He takes the trash out. He, he gets the oil chain on the car. He gets the oil change on the car when she's driving it with the oil light on. He gets the car washes. He goes to the mechanic to negotiate. He cleans out the gutters. He calls the plumber. He plumbers every now and then. He might get the get the um get the snake out and plum. There's a bunch of shit that he does. He mows the lawn or he hires the gardener to mow the lawn. There's a bunch of shit that men do around the house that nobody will say. They will always say, well, I got to cook and clean and all that shit. Yes, it's it's a job that's a little more tedious and it's repetitive. You got to do it way more than I have to clean out that gutter. But when it's time to put up Christmas lights, guess who ain't up on the ladder? Guess who's not up on the roof? Or guess who's not paying Jose to go up there and put the Christmas lights up? Guess who made the call? See, these are all the things that men do in the home that people discount. Well, you should do it because that's the man's job. Exactly. So what you should be doing is the woman's job, huh? Mm. See, these are all the things. <laughs> these are all the things. Every time they go on a road trip, guess who's driving the car? He got to be up driving the car. I'm going to just sit over here, look at my phone, watching Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, baby, you need me to drive? Don't worry about it, baby. I'll cover the whole trip. He driving eight hours, drinking no dose. He get to the hotel. They finally get to the hotel. He got to unpack all the car, unpack the car. She walked the kids down. The kids want to go swimming. You're not helping put on their bathing suits. Man, I don't, I didn't drove eight hours, unpack the freaking car. I checked us in the hotel on my credit card. I want to take a nap. You never want to do things when we go travel. Mm. Dude, the, the irritating life. I mean, we're basically at all anytime just their servant we're just just dump shit in right to our lap yep we're the pest control there's a spider honey there's a spider in the shower i gotta come in get the raid get the napkin ball it up flush it down the toilet you flushed it down the toilet you should have let it live now every time i sit on there i'm gonna think the spider's gonna come up full-time pest control nothing we gets no credit for nothing and here it is right here, the unfair division of labor of household duties. It's bullshit. What they aren't giving men credit for is the credit we deserve. We do this shit all day, every day, all day. And then they want to split this shit up. Well, on Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays, you can cook and I'll wash the dishes. And then on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'll cook and you wash the dishes. Okay, how about every other week you get up there and clean out the gutters? Well, no, that's a men's job. It's so dirty. Get my manicure and my pedicure messed up. I have I have brunch with the girls on Sunday, so I can't do that. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. This is what we live for, and they will sabotage your whole relationship on this bullshit. I wanted to know me. I wanted to do things that he didn't want to do. He wanted to do things that he didn't want to do, such as? It was funny. It was as simple as going ice skating. He doesn't like, he didn't like the same activities. He didn't even want to try because it was, I might hurt myself. See, he was focused on finances. 
My husband was a master saver, okay? He was like, we're not splurging on vacations. We're going to make sure that we do things. It was very economical. It was very logical. He was very go-oriented. He was about saving money. He was about making sure we were good when we're old. And I was like, we're young and I want to live now. Well, he was financially faithful, socially faithful, physically faithful, intellectually faithful, and she rewarded him with a divorce because he wouldn't go ice skating, y'all. I'm not making this up. And at the end of the clip, look at the childish grin. Ninjas always got to show they teeth. Now, I'm going to be brief. Be true to the game. Look at that smile. Yep, and I made him homeless. I sabotaged his relationship with the children. I made him pay me alimony and I took half of the retirement. Now we're both broke. <laughs> Guys. You can't win. Look at them. They're like children. And all the, ent the entire time. And it's all Jermaine Fong. It's always Jermaine Fong. You think that's it, gentlemen? I got another clip. I got another clip. This comes from our brother, It's Complicated channel. Let's get the clip going right here. Really bored in relationships, men or women? Women. If women are more easily bored, why are they more likely to want marriage and commitment? Status. If women are strong and independent and don't need no man, why does the pressure of marriage and commitment typically come from women? They're liars. Really bored in relationships, men or women? Women. If women are more easily bored, why are they more likely to want marriage and commitment? Status. If women are strong and independent and don't need no man, why does the pressure of marriage and commitment typically come from women? They're liars. Okay, so uh, this woman's going all in. She's broke the code, all of that. Now, what she's revealing, what she's revealing is the true intent of why they get married. All right, they want the wedding. They want the attention, the glory, the glamour. They want all of that. They don't want the, they want the wedding. They don't want the marriage. The marriage is inconsequential to them. Some of them want love. I want love and to grow old with someone. Shit, I do too. I also want a Lamborghini with a naked, skinny flat back in it. All right, so that's what I want more than love. All right, I want a flat back. I want to be driving in Monaco with a long-legged flat back model in a Lambo, front seat, with my left hand on the steering wheel and my right hand on that. <laughs> all right that's i want that too can we all dream can we all dream a little dream so in this situation she's like well you know what what women really want is the wedding not the marriage they want the status they want to be able to say they've been kept or they got selected and then she was like well why do why do women push that oh they're liars let's play it again so you can see it Really bored in relationships, men or women. By the way, I've actually done research on this and I shared this in a live stream. It is women who get bored with monogamous sex before men do. But they have monogamous sex longer in relationships just to do it, just to placate the husband, just to do it for duty and pity, just to get it out of the way. All right. She'll let you access it. She's bored of it. She's and many times she's bored because men aren't good at sex. Most men aren't. And neither are women, but most most people aren't that good at it. But you're predictable. It gets predictable. She gets bored with it. She gets more curious before the man does. 
the man is leveraging the ac his access to her. So he's like, hey, baby, I want it. You got to give it to me. She'll let you nut up in her body and she'll just roll over and go to sleep. And she won't even be sleeping. She'll be staring at the wall, wishing she was somewhere else. She won't even get up and clean herself off, take a piss or nothing. She, Or if she does, she'll uh, stump off. Damn. Can't believe I had to do that. And if you don't, if you don't believe me, if you don't believe me, I did an entire show on it. Let me see. Women bored first monogamous sex. This is not everybody, but this is how it um this is how it is pans out for in general. In general, we can't speak specifically. Well, I don't, we're not speaking specifically. The bored sex says women. More than men, this is in the Atlantic, tend to feel uh, stultified by long-term exclusivity, despite having been taught that we, as men, were designed for it, or women were designed for it. This is a psychologist here, or psychiatrist in Manhattan, talking about the fact that it is women that get bored of the long-term sex first, but they'll still have it because they... They convinced you to get into it and they use their sex to get you in. We call that flooding you with sex. Some people call it love bombing. But what you will do eventually is she love bombed you to get you into the commitment. You give her the commitment. Then she's like, damn, I got to keep doing this. The whole marriage joke of the mar the wife saying, OK, we're married now. No, now I no longer have to give blowjobs. I no longer have to do that anymore. So they leveraged it, and then eventually what's going to happen is they're going to get to this point uh, right here in general. Now, some PUAs like, man, you got to keep hitting it right. Guys, PUAs ain't been married. They don't know what marital sex is. <laughs> right? Has nothing to do with hitting it right. Trust me. This is a natural instinct. They sold a bill of goods to you. Now they got to they gotta follow through, and she's going like this. Damn, I got to have sex with this dude for the next 40 years. She never thought about this getting the marriage she never thought about this getting the wedding now when she gets the wedding she didn't realize oh i gotta fornicate with this guy for the next 40 years and you know let's continue here let's see here here we go women if women are more easily bored why are they more likely to want marriage and commitment status if women are strong and independent and don't need no man why does the pressure of marriage and commitment typically come from women? They're liars. Okay, so listen, this is her saying this. This ain't me. <laughs> this ain't me saying it, but we're revealing the truth around here. We're revealing the truth. And I want you guys to know this. My whole passion, my whole passion in life is to tell men what marriage really is. I've done it. I crossed the line. I knew it was a bad deal. I knew it was a bad deal, but I said, I'm going to roll the dice. I was a purple pill. I want love. And I actually tried to get it. And I was like, this ain't all it is cracked up to be. Not only did I think that, probably my ex thought that. Many women have that conclusion. Damn, this ain't what I thought it was. I thought it was going to be Disney bullshit. I thought I was going to have my prince and I was going to be the queen. And it was going to be some old nonstop celebration of her. And then the reality hits. And then she's like that other woman. Uh, saying, oh, you know, he just wanted to be serious all the time. He just always wanted to be about finances and he was just boring. And yeah, I didn't. Then 
Statistically, they pull the trigger or they throw the grenade in the room. They throw the grenade in the room and then now your ass got to clear out and then collateral damage. One thing I'm going to tell you here, and I'm going to actually have to look this up. Most divorces occur. I think more, I think, I think divorces more likely to occur, occur when you've got to that investment stage, meaning there's kids, a house, property, cars, and all of that shit. Most women are smart enough to know if I divorce them now, I'm leaving with nothing but my shirt on my back, right? Or the shirt that I came in. Most divorces occur at this time where the child is there. Most women ain't going to divorce you. I'm divorcing you. Not without no kids, you ain't, because what you're going to be left with? There's no incentive. There's no incentive. You're going to divorce them when there's incentive, um, enough alimony and enough child support for you to live and party. Most women, when they get divorced, they show their friends, man, I divorced his ass, and I get an extra $1,500 a month. I get an extra $1,500 a month which amounts to $6,000 or not $6,000. It amounts to, well, it's more than 6,000, uh, 1500. It's going to be going to three. That's going to take you to six and so forth. You get $12,000 or so. They have a divorce party. They be laughing. Go ahead and give me the math. They be laughing. They be going to trips, Jamaica, getting pounded out. They slam there in your name. They the court of public opinion. They partying, they laughing. Ha, ha, ha. Got that mother sucker. Got his ass for his money. Now, the first is $18,000, right? What, what tends to happen is $18,000, right? On top of, listen, you couldn't, make, you couldn't live off that alone. But what's happening is they partying it up. Ha, ha. We got that mother sucker. We got him. He on Facebook. I heard he was homeless. I heard he was homeless. Mm, poor him meanwhile you didn't do nothing you was balancing the book you was doing the whole quicken you had your quicken spreadsheet you wasn't fun then they laughing at your monkey ass and they going and traveling in trips they getting pounded out in las vegas they laughing and living it up for about two years two years and then you know what they doing next You know what they're doing next? How come nobody wants to get married out here? Well, how all these dudes want to just pump and dump girls? How come these guys aren't committing? They think it's going to be a party for the rest of their life. Nope. Because what the, what's going to happen is they're going to work. They're going to they're going to work up to that fifteen hundred extra dollars and they're going to budget for it. Now they're going to be short. They're going to be in the red again. And you know what you're going to do if you have your mind on straight after two years after that suffering, you're going to work yourself up and you're going to be out there at the junior college. And that's going to piss her off because now she's struggling. Now she ain't partying no more. And now you at the junior college, she looking at your Instagram like, wait a minute. I prayed and prayed for his downfall. I prayed and prayed for this ninja downfall. I said, hit man. I sent the devil himself to go get that man. This nigga was living in his car. He was struggling. He couldn't even keep up with child support two years ago. This nigga couldn't even eat. And now he running around town. He in Vegas. 
He at the junior college. He bagging them young. He looking all suave and debonair. He didn't grow a beard. He didn't put some muscle on. I prayed and prayed for his downfall. I was laughing at his ass. His broke ass could barely afford that extra $1,500. Now he winning. Year one, you winning. Year two, you winning. Year three, you winning. And they getting broker and broker and older and older and fatter and fatter. You getting in shape. You doing push-ups. <laughs> you walking around with junior college. <laughs> you in the Porsche 911 like, hey, look, you on Instagram? You on Instagram like this here. You on Instagram like this here. And they up in there, you can hate me now. You know what they're going to do? Drag your ass. You know what they're going to do? Use your kids against you. You know what they're going to do? Sabotage your kids. They're going to do everything. No, we can't let him win. Take his ass back to court. Modify that child support. Ruin him with his kids. Turn his kids against him. These are some miserable human beings. These are some miserable human beings. But when you married her, she was looking at you. Oh, I'm going to love you forever. <laughs> All right. Shot. Oh, did I use the N word? Sorry about that. And even when you win and you can't enjoy the wins, you can't even enjoy the wins. You trying to win. You trying to win and they watching you win and they're like, no, we can't help you winning when you ain't supposed to be winning. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? This is the world men live in. This is the world men live in. And then guess what? They still be like, and it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. They still crying to the court of public opinion. Anybody that can hear him, him was verbally abusive. Him didn't take out the trash. <laughs> Bro, it's the life of men. But guess what? They ain't going to let y'all know this. Let's get to, um, let me make sure I got that done. Yeah, man. They're not going to let you know this secret. If you happen to turn sugar in the shit, they're going to find a way to be miserable and mad and sabotage that too. They're going to live their life to sabotage your ass. He got girls? <laughs> shit, oh, hell no. He got young girls, him a metaphile. Mm-mm. Him abusive. Him was verbally abusive. Him was hard to live with. Bullshit ass. Hold up for a second. Him was verbally abusive. Was he physically abusive? No. No. He'd never hit you? No. Did he ever cheat on you? No, I never got that. No. Well, did he work hard? Yeah, he had a job, an honest job. But him yelled at me. Yeah, but when did he yell at you? Did he yell at you every day? No, not every day. Did he yell at you every week? No, not every week. Every month? No, 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 no. Only when I messed up. Only when I was rebelling him in, in the spirit of Jezebel. <laughs> You're like, oh. So when you messed up, he put you in your place. When you was acting out of order, he put you in your place. When you was trying to go to girls' nights out, 
he put you in your place. When he caught you red-handed texting all these men and going out to suck on salami, he caught you in your, he put you in your place. When you was out there spending money and reckless, he put you in your place. See, that's verbal abuse. He says, only when I came home at 2 a.m. from the bar, he put me in my place. He locked me out and had me sleep on the porch. <laughs> like, you mean that's abuse? That, that would be abuse. That ain't no abuse. That's keeping you in line. He wouldn't let me smoke weed or nothing. He was a party pooper. He was boring. He didn't go out to nightclubs. He came home every night. And he requested that we have dinner on the table. Abusive. <laughs> You're like, oh, well, my God. It's crazy. Yep, he forced me to cheat on. Dude, I swear to God, this is what men go through. This is what most men go through. And we be in the court of public opinion getting dragged. He didn't support me when I was at my lowest and felt worse on myself. Did he tell you to go to therapy? Yeah. Did you go? No. He should have drugged me there. He didn't fight hard enough for me. <laughs> it's his fault. And we were struggling financially. Oh, but you were going to the club and smoking weed. You had money to buy weed. Yeah, well. He wasn't handling his business. <laughs> Dude. When I talk about this, more men can relate to this because we've been through this. This is what men go through. It's a shame. And she's sitting over there smiling. I wanted to go ice skating and he didn't want to go. So I broke up with him. It's always an excuse with these people. Where are we at here? It's so sad. And then they have the nerve to be like, are you going to get married again? Hell no. <laughs> you just bitter. I, wait, that's bitter? I'm not going through that again. There's no way in hell. Well, I wouldn't put you through anything like that. Do not compare me to your ex. I would never do anything to that. And you know good and damn well, you like, should I believe this woman? You're like, nah, man, I ain't rolling the dice, bro. I'm not rolling the dice. You just bitter and sad. You know what we need to do is stop pushing marriage on people. I get it. In a past society, we needed people to get married. When you had that woman who was developed earlier and all the husbands started looking at her to protect the community, you married her off. You set her up. You got her married so she wouldn't screw everybody's husband. Yes, it was a time for that. Stop pushing marriage on people. We see how disastrous it is. This is like a cult member that don't want to tell you how bad their cult is. And they say, come on in. It'll be fine. And you know it's bad. And you'd be like, all right, I'll drink the Kool-Aid. Then you're dead. Stop pushing marriage on people. You got you guys sound like weirdos. Marriage is actually destructive and devastating to, to a lot of people. People lose their whole mind. They lose their house. They lose access to their kids. They become criminals of the court. And they didn't, never got a speeding ticket just based on marriage alone. Stop pushing this thing on people that is very destructive and fix it. Stop saying, well, it might not happen to you or some people are happy and some people die. <laughs> I mean, come on. Mm. They don't want to. They don't want you to talk about that part. Don't talk about that part. Well, that's just not everybody. I didn't do that. I, and that doesn't mean anything. This is very cultish. 
You sound like Jim Jones and freaking David Koresh out here pushing marriage. Eventually, it's going to doom more than half the people who participate in it. We know this. There's no secret behind it. And when I do it, these damn cult members sit up there and go, well, it ain't all of them. <laughs> like, okay, these people are dead over here looking like Jim Jones uh, cyanide Kool-Aid poisoning. What about them? Well, they were the ones that didn't, they didn't do it right. <laughs> type your slick Nick, type your thing in there without the all caps. This is getting cult-like. I remember when we did, we're an hour and a half in. I said it was a short show. When, um, if anybody have ever been recruited for sports to a university, if you ever been recruited for sports to a university, Previous to the year that you go and attend, you would go visit the team and the college. When you go there, nobody says shit. Nobody says a bad word about nobody. They say the coach is wonderful. Everybody's having a party. Y'all going bowling. You're like, damn, this is a party over here. The practices are fun. The coach puts on the best, funnest practice ever. You go to the game, they dunking on everybody. You're like, damn, they good. We good. All the girls, the girls are showing up. They putting out. Then you sign to the school. I'm going to that college. This seems like the funnest college ever, man. They had the best, baddest hoes. They had the funnest ice cream parties at practice. Pops, coaches handing out popsicles. Popsicles. They was handing out popsicles at practice. They didn't run one suicide when I was there watching practice. Soon as they get there, they come back to regular school first week. Coach will be like, all right, everybody get on the line. This is hell week. Two practices a day. We running five miles and we running... Uh, wind sprints outside in the rain. <laughs> the kids be like, what? Season start. Get your freshman ass on the bench. And if you ever look at me again, I'll make sure you beg your mama to come home. And then I'll call your mama and tell her, don't pick the sun up. You're like, oh, my Lord. This coach is insane. Coach, you think I can get in the game? No, you can't get your punk ass in the game. You ain't ready, you weak-ass freshman. I know you scored 50 points in high school when you was playing the sisterhood of the blind school, but we are here. This is a real D1 university. <laughs> You're like, they like, God dang, bro. Yo, 50 points. All these kids score 50 points in high school. You in the big leagues now. Everybody scored 50 points in a high school game. You ain't nobody special. Hey, the previous year, the coach was begging them. Hey, can you come to my school? We need you here. <laughs> we need you here. We need your scoring. We need your athleticism. The kid was like, yeah, I'll come here. I'm going to be starting on week one. All the hoes, all of a sudden, they studying. They ain't party no more. Hey, what happened to the parties that was here when I came to the campus visit? We're all the hoes that was giving out all the peace leave. Now you're trying to go up to a girl. Hi, how you doing? Do uh, you think I can sleep with you like I did on my recruiting visit? Sexual harassment. These athletes out here think they have priority on this campus. This is not this type of campus. Just because you can dunk a basketball does not mean you can get access to all the girls. You'd be like, yo, what in the heck? They have you in front of the tribunal. Him a metaphile and a sexual harasser. And he got me drunk and he touched me. <laughs> You'd be like, hold up. Wait a minute. Who are you? I'm not that type of girl. And there's girls here. They're fully feminist out here. You have the wrong campus. I don't know what gave you the idea that they were going to come here and have all of this fun. I'm here studying to be pre-med. And you think I'm one of these girls, a damn floozy. 
anyway. <laughs> yeah, these athletes are out of control. They think they can just come here and walk up to any one of us and we're just going to fold on them. <laughs> Dude, that's how that's what marriage is. They show you this behind the curtain. Oh, it'll be fun. You're going to get all this sex. As soon as you get married, it'd be like, oh, wait a minute. What, what happened to all the fun? Welcome to Hell Week for the rest of your life. <laughs> Not oh, oh, anyway, let me stop. Let me get to these super chats. The devil starts speaking. Welcome to your worst nightmare where we'll hold the proverbial gun to your head. You'll impregnate me. You'll buy me stuff. You'll constantly be at my beck and call, and I'll constantly complain. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What did I do here? What happened to my wife? <laughs> I'll get older. I'll get fatter. I'll get miserable. I'll blame you for everything. Welcome to your real life. <laughs> it's not always like that, but. And you'll say, yes, dear. Yes, dear. Yes, honey. Happy wife, happy life. Cheaper to keep her. I'll sleep on the couch. Yes, dear. Honey, do lists. This is what you do. <laughs> oh, man. Wait a minute. So he says that you can set up with the gab pay. I'm not sure what that is. Shout out to No Matrix, No Simping. And all subject channel, he says, dear, here, coach, way to cook Hafiz. Did you see the video with the Manosphere? Heads on the NWO characters. He says that had you power bombing Hafiz. I did. I saw that. But then I played it on a stream and then they blocked the video in many countries. So I can't play it. If I do, maybe I can play the audio, but I got to test it. They blocked my damn video. I think they blocked them in like very much, probably like Muslim countries and Russia. <laughs> I was like, oh man, Russians don't get to see this. KT says, she looks like D'Lo Brown in that bathtub, coach. For real. She did look like D'Lo Brown with that big-ass head. That was a former, that was an Instagram model for you. Let's see here. Oh, somebody said, um, Eric says, you said before, and I will say it again, these 304s ain't ish. Well, we got to read between the lines. Not all women are marriageable. Not all of them. Not, not all men are marriageable, we'll be honest, but not all women are marriage material. We got to stop marrying people just for the sake of it. Albert Ingram says, did you hear about the story about the substitute teacher in Louisiana who offered the students $5 to jump one of their classmates? Wait a minute. Wow. The community is done. Wow. I haven't heard that. That's sad. That is sad. So $5, to, $5 and he did it. I guess in high school, $5 was a lot. Yeah, that's like two days of lunch money or something like that, at least in my day. <laughs> two days of lunch money. So, yeah, I would have probably did it for $5. I used to bet $5 on NBA basketball games in high school. And, boy, I'd be sweating bullets. You know, I'm like, oh, Lord, because you knew you was two days going without lunch. Shout out to uh, no government name. Allegedly, allegedly, the island guy worked for, yes, I know this. I don't want to talk about this, but he says, he worked for someone, and his operation was to blackmail everyone on films. Kanye spoke about this, about the industry being blackmailed to uh, to say narratives or go back to jail or release metaphile videos. Conspiracy theorists, conspiracy theorists for the win again. But we know this. 
Um, despite the fact that there's room, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> That's one of those subjects you get in on YouTube and they, yeah. But uh, the proof is in the pudding. I mean, just go watch it. There's just look at the flight logs. That's all I'll say. And not any of these people came out and said, this isn't true. Anyway, shout out to Thomas Cripps. Keep up the good work, coach, so I can focus on my career. So I could focus on my career. Okay. We got one more story. It's going to be a two-hour stream, I see. Mr. New, is this Newski? We'll call you D-New. Yeah, Newski says, breaking news, Elon officially buys Twitter. What does this mean for free speech? For now, it's going to be seeming like we're going to get a win here. But let's see if we made a deal with the devil. Sometimes, you know, when somebody comes in like that, it's all smile and giggles and all that shit. But then there's some he's going to pull a receipt out on something. Um, SAU says, Coach, I'm never cohabitating again. I live so much in peace alone by myself. Just hearing this, this uh, just hearing this story you tell, I get disgusted. Thank you. I'll never listen. People always say never say never. I will never cohabitate or marriage again. There's no freaking way. I can't live with another human being. No. I don't care how big my house is. If I do, they're going to have their own quarters. They're going to have to have a place I send them back to. Yeah. There's no freaking way. Not that, no, not the, not my lifestyle. There's no way. People are like, there's going to be that one girl. There's no way. A marriage is off the table 100%. I don't care if it's, well, you can get a marriage outside of the state funded. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Well, you can get an ironclad prenup. I don't care. There's no way. I do not give a damn. It's that. It was that treacherous. It was that. It was a prison and it had nothing to do with the wife. I just felt I was in prison. It had nothing to do with her. It wasn't that she was so bad. When I talk about my marriage, it wasn't her. That was really bad. It was the institution itself. And not only that, it was the divorce. It was like the whole thing to get unmarried. It was like, oh, hell no. I'll die alone. I'll die and my flesh will be stanking for a week before somebody be like, did CGA live stream this week? <laughs> he didn't live stream this week, did he? I'm over here stanking like this. <laughs> I enjoy my peace. I'll go out like that. <laughs> Got the camera on like this here. They like, he ain't moving, is he? <laughs> That's how I'm going out. Hey, I'll go out like that. Then I live with a person for no 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Oh, hell no. Nope. I'll pass. I'll pass on grass. <laughs> AD Austin says we have to marry our daughters off those CGA. If I have a daughter, I got to get her out of my hair. Okay. Um, that's a fantasy. That's a fantasy. The way the world's going now, unless we hit a conservative revolution, unless we hit a situation where traditionalism comes back hardcore, I'm going to give you most look up the statistics. Most women do not get married until the age of 29, 30, 31, 32. Okay, let's take that statistic. That is the average marriage. Now, of course, 
there are some women that, you know, people that go to the Ole Miss, they go to Ole Miss, University of Mississippi, they get married at 23. Girls that go to University of Alabama, they get married at 23. Yeah, or 22 or in college. Girls that go to University of Utah or BYU, they get married at 22, 23. Yes, there are those subset of people. But if they live in a metropolis, you live in a city, you're talking about 29, 30, 32, or never. Now, let's do the math. Yeah, girls, they go to TCU, Texas Christian. So that means you have to do your, you, you have to, most of the time, you're talking about you have to come from a traditional family. All of those, all of those schools I named are schools that the students go to that came from traditional families. Not no broken home bullshit. So you have to have a traditional family pay high tuition to these schools and get your kid through school so she ain't selling no peace leave to pay tuition, like at the University of Colorado in Denver, okay? And you got to get her there. You got to be traditional family more than likely, and then they, they're going to more likely follow that step. Now, let's go ahead and do the math. If you start supporting your daughter from age 18, she goes off to college, you pay for her college at TCU. She comes home, she meets a guy. I'm uh, sorry, you, she doesn't go to TCU to see you. She goes to the University of Houston, <laughs> all right, in the city, University of Houston. She fumbles around on the cock carousel. <laughs> She's strong and independent. She wants to get a job. She tr- goes in and out of college. She does her extended year. All of the bullshit, she floats around. You got 14 years between the age of 18 and 32. That's 14 years you're going to have to pay and support your daughter on the average, the average marriage, the average years of marriage between because it's 28, 29 to 32. You got 14 years of extra support and you're going to try to marry her off. If you don't marry her off and she ain't right, you're going to have to support her from past 32 up into 35. Let's just say she gets married and divorced. She gets married at 28, 29. She gets divorced by 36, 37, 38. Statistically, that's what you're looking at. She's coming back home. She's coming back home. She's not living on alone. She gets divorced. She's coming back with them kids to your house. (laughs) She moving back. There was a video that I used to play where the woman was like, oh, me at 38, moving back home with my parents who were looking to retire. Now me and my three kids are moving back after my divorce. The fuck? <laughs> Let me see if I can find that video. Because you think you guys think this is a game. And when she moves back in with you, she's gonna be partying. She's gonna be on dating apps. She's gonna be going living her best fucking life on your dime. On your dime. And you're gonna be watching the kids and she's going, oh, I got a date tonight. Oh, we're gonna go to a party and we're going to Vegas. I'm going to Dubai with the girls. You're gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm gonna have to turn the volume down here. Let me see here. I'm going to turn the volume down. Let me show you what I was just talking about. Oh, shoot. Can I share it over here? I'd have to sign in. I'd have to sign in. Let me see if I can do this. Um, I'm going to enter the studio over here on the blind side. Let me see if I can do this without my computer shutting off. All right. Stop camera. Enter studio. There it is right there. All right. I appeared. Present. Share screen. Okay. There it is right there. I had to get it up on the PC. That's the this the video I'm talking about. Guys, when you live on the West Coast, this is common. Especially if you live in Southern California or Northern California. 
this is a very, if you're dating women in your age range, this right here is very common. When you meet them, they'll be like, oh, I'm a single mom, mom, I got a job. And then you'll find out they live with their parents. And you're like, what? I'm going to try to play it with no volume. Casually moving back in with my parents at 39 with three kids. Pay attention. Pay attention. This is real. It's real in the field. This is not a game. This is not a joke. And they and look at her, that same goofy ass smile, which basically she's saying she knows she's a loser, but she's trying to act like, oh, I got it right. Oh, she thick. Yeah, she thick. And she's going to be like, you need to treat me like a queen. You need to spoil me. There she is right there. Guys, if when you have daughters, I want you to plan this fallout. And hope it never happens, but you better plan for it because in today's world, this is the modern world. This isn't a game. Many daughters are doing it. Imagine you're 39, which that will make you somewhere in your 60s. And this is your life. Could this happen to you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me unshare. Hold on for a Stop sharing. Oh, boy. Hmm? <laughs> Feed up all on your furniture smelling like corn nuts. She ain't cooking no meals and all of that shit. You out here. Uh, what is the statistics? 50% of millennials. She's a millennial. We're, we're giving y'all data here. Let's not mess around here today. Because people are like, this isn't happening at all. And nope, let me see here. Percentage of uh, millennials moving back home. Millennials. I never can spell millennials. Moving. Here we go. It's right here. This is the pandemic. Or let me see here. I'm going to get it without the pandemic. See, the pandemic did change a lot. Let's see here. Oh, this is a financial expert. And again, I didn't read this article before, but check this out. Check this out. Share this in. Goodbye, emptiness. See, people are going to, yeah, him use data. See, they're going to be like, oh, this is just a few and not many. And I don't know many. And I know millennials that are making it. Okay. Let's pull it back up. Goodbye, emptiness. Millennials are moving back home. Oh, they're coming back. One, it says right here, it says, uh, if one or more of your adult children move back home after graduation, your family is part of a widespread trend in America. Research shows that the first time since the Great Depression, more than half. Does Aaron Clary go over this stuff? More than half of young adults live with their parents rather than with a spouse or partner in their own home. See, if a person doesn't get married by 28, or the average marriage lasts eight years and she gets married at 28 back home at 36. And or if she doesn't get married, she back home and she going to ride that shit out. And this is preprint. This is pandemic actually it elevated the numbers. This was going this way before the pandemic. More than half of young adults. So what's behind this social shift? Some of today's young adults may have a different attitude towards relationship and marriages. 
There it is. But economic factors also play an important role. Yeah, inflation, cost of living, rent are going up. They want to ride the carousel. They're poly, bi, pan, uh, sapiosexual. They just having a damn party out here. They'd have no sense of urgency. They're quiet quitting, lack of ambition, mental health, you name it. <laughs> you name it. This is your, when you guys give me this pipe dream, this Hafiz pipe dream of marriage and the future of children, this is what you're gambling against. And I'm not, I'm not trying to paint a dark picture. I know a lot of older people who have been wealthy. They, they, they did it right. They were traditional and their kid turned out to be a raging libtard. And now they're living at home. And you're Archie Bunker in your recliner. And they're telling you about yourself. They're telling you how you're behind the times. They're telling you how you're a racist. They're telling how you are a sellout. They're calling you. Meanwhile, you want to be at the junior college. You would be like, I'm 55 years old. I don't want my kids living with me. I always told my kids, you ain't living with me because I'm going to have an orgy in my house. My house going to be the Orgyville. They're going to say, what's your address? 100 Orgyville. <laughs> you ain't living here because I'm going to have the whole junior college in here doing study hall. <laughs> well, you got five bedrooms. Yes, I do. But. There's an orgy room in there. There's an orgy room in there. There's an orgy room in there. And if you don't do this for your kids, you don't let them move in the house. If you have a daughter, she could be out there selling some peace leave. It's crazy. <laughs> a college loan debt, as college loan debt has risen, that's another indicator, moving back in with mom and dad may be cost-effective housing option for many adults age 18 to 34. 18 to 34. Listen to me, gentlemen. I just gave you the data. So that's a good 16 years of this bullshit. How many young people do you know that live on their own that are self-sufficient between the ages of 18 and 34? How many divorcees do you know that live on their own and they ball and out of control? Either collecting child support or paying child support. How many people you know? Just do the bath yourself. They're selling you a pipe dream out here. Cost effective for whom's? Yeah. Who is it cost effective for? Guys, you better get real about what's possible out here. I'm giving you guys the real. It's rare. You know, you know, young people. Yeah, some of them are living with roommates, depending on what city you live. If you live in a major metropolis, most of them it, roommates would be the best option. Um, in Southern California, it was not uncommon for me to jump on Tinder or Bumble and the woman would be a single mom. And she also lives, especially if she was a Latina, if she was a Latina and she lived in Corona, she did not have her own place. She lived with her parents, with her child or children. You go over their freaking house and it would be generations up in there. Generations with eight cars parked in the parking lot. They had cousins. They had abuela in there. They had mama, mamacita. They had senorita. They had everybody up in there. They had a girl having a quinceanera. And if it's an if if I rolled up on them in Carson and Inglewood, they live in one of them six hundred thousand dollar 
little um what did they call them it wasn't a ranch home what do they call those little houses in carson compton inglewood little as old outdated as 1920 house that cost six hundred thousand dollar in a trap house next to it and it'd be three generations up there they had a perverted uncle in the back and living in the back room no air conditioning the perverted uncle was in the back she had her gang banging ass son out there bungalows yes it was a bungalow yes they lived in the bungalows <laughs> it was like a uh yeah it was like adobe house but it was yeah i have to pull a picture up of a bungalow the garage is detached back there and the uncles are back there smoking weed i couldn't remember bungalows yeah the bungalow homes and it's worth six hundred thousand dollars and it's next to it the trap house And 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 she'd be up there judging you up and down. You don't have your own house. You don't have your apartment. You don't have a job. You broke ninja. You're like, oh my lord. Like, where did we? Where did I end up? Bungalow. Let me see here. Let me see if I can get a good picture of one. I'm gonna have to pull up the comp, and I'm gonna pull up Carson, California. Yep, that's it right there. Oh, I got a good picture right here. Oh, it's right here. Okay, let me see here. This is what I'm talking about. These are the bungalows right here. So it'd be a house that's like this. It's all squared off right here. No, dude, the, there's no light up in that mug, <laughs> right? No, There's like one window. Those are the windows right there. It's dark as hell in there. The The ceiling, the, there's no vaulted ceilings. This The roof is like uh, eight feet. Eight feet roof. Eight feet, eight foot ceiling, no light, dark as hell. Their grandmama lives in there. So does so does her mama and the woman you're dating. The woman you're dating is living in there's three generations in there. And the uncle in the back. They smoking the weed out in there. And the grandmama's making uh making making uh she's making a pot roast and it's 180 degrees in the house. There's no air conditioning. That house in Southern California <laughs> cost $650,000. You think I'm lying? You think I'm lying? That's a $650,000. That house might be $800,000. Let me see something. So I don't want to give the address out of this house. I, Dude, I didn't lie. I was right on the dot. Right on the dot. Um, let me see if I can get the address out of the pictures. I don't want to share the address. Don't go to this house if you live here. Check this out. $620,000. And this is in Carson, California. Two bedroom, one bath, 748 square feet. 620, 620. Don't go to this house, y'all. That's Southern California. When people, when I tell you people are rooming, two lawyers roommate up, yes. This is in a, this is not a great neighborhood. Nobody would call this a great neighborhood. Uh, if you think this is a great neighborhood, it's your expectations are low. Like I told you, people thought I was extreme. $600,000 house. That right there. If that's a $600,000. Oh, man. 748 square feet. And there'll be three generations of people there. There'll, there'll be a single mother you're dating right in there. And if she ain't in there, she lives in Artesia, Inglewood, Hawthorne, 
torrents, not even torrents. <laughs> he said, was that Craig's house? Yes, sir. All right. I said it was a short show. We at the two hour mark. <laughs> Broken glass everywhere. Your kid's going to school in that school in that in, in that school district. Her her kid goes to school in that school district. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> it's gonna be all bad. Let's play this video right here. Oh, speaking of, I think this video's from Willie D's channel. This is the last subject matter. Young brothers, young black men, we need to get it together with our young brothers out here. Let's show you what our young brothers are going through. And I can't play the video because I think it's on the Willie D channel. So I got to be careful. Let me share the screen. Shout out to Moose Hefner for sharing this. Um, I'm going to just go through the photos. Apparently, a school in Louisiana, they have, um, it says right here, Louisiana High School, Port Allen, has a gender swap day. A gender swap day. The football dressed in drag. So let's ski here. There's Willie D right there. We're not going to play the video because I don't think he can, um, I don't think he likes that fair use. But look, take a look. Take a look right here. Take a look. This is what we're battling here, right? Now, there's some people, progressive people. Uh, there's people that you will probably date and say, what's wrong with this? This is why you should not date them. Because they don't have their problem. They have any problem of their sons doing this. If you're allowed, if my son is doing this, we got a problem. But this is the stuff that we allow to happen and happen. And when you're against it, you're the problem. And then you find out your son is doing something crazy. And then they want you to save it. Oh, you need to come in and save and talk to these men and talk to these boys on how to be a man, how to take care of women in relationships, how to protect. Okay. It's not just the brothers. I think these are the women. These are the young girls, the young Kayleys to be at the high school. These They're dressed like boys. Let's see if there's more pictures. There you go. Oh, my God. Uh, there it is here. I'm assuming, damn, I can't even tell. So this is a boy. This is a male. This is a female. Am I getting this correct? I can't tell what's going on. Maybe this, they're both males. I can't tell, but there's Shaquita. When we talk about black women being masculine here, we're encouraging it, encouraging it. Then we encourage the males to participate in this garbage. What else do we have here? Um, we got more. Wow, man. Yo. <laughs> I, this is un. To me, I'm not progressive. This is, wow. This is why we get junior college girls. This is why we get junior college girls. Because they see this shit, and they'll never see these guys as men. I think these are girls here. These would be the girls. And they're dressed. They got their pants sagging, boxer shorts, tank top. These are the girls. These. This is a male. I believe I can't really tell, but what they're doing here, 
when you call me doom and gloom over here, when you come to my show and call me doom and gloom, and you say it's all right, this is what happens when you don't apply pressure. This is what happens when you don't apply pressure. Y'all let this going down, huh? Y'all letting y'all kids participate? Y'all letting your son? Hey, dad, it's gender swap. What do they call it? Gender swap day. Hey, dad, um, I need a dress. I need to go to the store. Where I need a dress or I need to go in my sister's closet. I need some dresses. I need a headband and some barrettes and a scrunchie. Y'all letting this happen? Y'all not going to speak out against this. See, this is my platform. I'm speaking out against this. I'm like, this is no, this is not a good look. If somebody wants to do this on their own, go ahead. But why are we doing this? And why is this group of people that have this extreme damage going on in their communities? Why are they participating in this? And if you're against this, why are you the ist? Why are you the ism? Why are you the ist? Take a look at your future. This is why these men will not be getting dates. This is why marriage is where it is. This is why um, single mother homes and broken homes, uh, they want your kids, man. Anybody who sees this and says, this is not problematic. It's something wrong with you. There's, I, I don't know what to tell you. Take a look. Uh, just leaving this on the screen. There's not many words here. Sometimes you just got to let the vision take it and see if you guys can express words for this. It's the future for young black men right here. And of course, yes, there's was some white people doing it too. I think they'll be fine. But these young brothers are going back to broken homes. The white people, you know what I mean? They probably, this is par for the course. You know what I mean? They going back to doing what they're going to do. But these are the men who probably need the most help. If we're not speaking out against this, but you're speaking out against CGA, you're what's wrong against society. If you're thinking I'm the problem in society and this is fine, you're what's probably what's wrong in society. I don't know what to tell you. You guys see this, right? Wow. Wow. Anyway, let me check the super chats. Not much more to say about that. <laughs> if you're against my message. Mm. Let's see here. Let me check these out. Yeah, I'm not, I can't, I'm not saving this. Yeah, people are like save the brothers. No, <laughs> I'm not saving nothing. Y'all have done the damage. I'm not coming here. Some uh, Rob says because men are wreckable. Yes, men are wreckable. Men are disposable. They can just do. But when they need us, all of a sudden we're supposed to come back and come from this, from these young brothers, and we're supposed to know how to be men, right? And then when I go in here and I try to say, man, this is how we need to be men. This is how we need to take back masculinity. This is how we need to learn how to protect and provide. I'm a guy who's for traditional relationships. I'm a guy for two-parent households. I'm a guy for protecting women. I'm also a guy for supporting women. I would believe in that, but our society is in position for that. Men who do that are disposable. They get wrecked out here. Men who stand up for their daughters and their sons, they get wrecked out here. Men who try to keep women in traditional households. Oh, you're just keeping me a slave and you want to make me. We get wrecked out here. 
Men who have marriages, we heard it before. If you're late to the show, this woman wrecked her marriage because he was too worried about the future of the marriage and keeping them in good financial standing. She wrecked it because she wanted to go ice skating and he didn't. That was her main. For example, ice skating. Guys, this is what we're up against. (laughs) It's like a weird, weird world here. Shout out to no government name. And he says this, but he says here. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So, um, yeah. So, essentially, what he was talking about was one of my haters. His voice was in the clip. It wasn't from him. It was somebody else that shared it. And then he's going to be like, see, he's using my stuff. Just let it be known. I didn't realize it was you, number one, because I'd never seen your show. Number two, it wasn't from your show. Somebody else clipped it. So I get what you're saying. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But that was what he was referencing. But it wasn't like I went to his channel. Somebody shared it on my platform, and I shared it with you. But if he wants to get a little temporary enjoyment from that, let him go to the Democrat fish fry (laughs) if he wants to. He could go to the Democrat fish fish fry and eat up all the fish. <laughs> anyway, it's crazy, crazy, crazy here. No, it's not Trollo. Get to that fish fry. Shout out to Simon Small. Thank you for the support over there. Um, I appreciate that. And let me see here. Do we got everybody? Yes, it's time to go. Two hours in. I said it was going to be an hour, and it wasn't. Yo, it is what it is. Somebody want to get a win. Yeah, this is why fathers are needed. Appreciate y'all, brothers. We'll be back for the morning show, and then we'll be ready for the weekend. We ready for the world. Shout out to the coach gang, man. And shout out to Straggle and Sniggle out there. And we out. Peace. Are you serious? I... I, I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I, I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. I haven't showered in three days, and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. No, I, I, I don't want to cuddle. I know what cuddling means. Cuddling means that at some point your pants come off and I have to do things. I don't want to cuddle. I won't go to sleep. Are you serious? It's a school night. Those are my pants, not your pants. Can I help you? Did you lose something? Seriously? I'm on my period. Are you pouting? Are you seriously pouting right now?